Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. I'm Jeremy. Jeremy here is actually from the band uh, Stupid Flanders. Yep. Also has his own <laughs> podcast called Talking Stupid. Yeah. And if you heard the, if you heard the podcast, you know why it's called Talking Stupid. <laughs> yeah, there isn't really a whole lot of direction that we go. Yeah. Jeremy's go on. All, Jeremy's also my coworker in the in the day job that we were, that we'll not mention what it is. But <laughs> what, he who shall not be named. <laughs> the job that will not be named. Yeah. But pretty much like a lot of the times, the, I will say the majority of times we talk to each other, it's always about this topic we're going to talk about, The Walking Dead. Yep. Yeah. 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 Walking, so here we are. Walking Dead season seven. We just finished the season finale. So let's talk about that. Did, did it meet up to your expectations? Um, I mean, this this entire season was kind of just a little subpar as far as like Walking Dead goes. Okay. I mean, in general, it's just kind of been on a slow decline. But like every once in a while, they'll surprise me. Um, like for instance, this uh, season finale actually pretty decent. Right. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that because there's actually like action sequences in this thing. Yeah. But I think that's the problem though. I think Walking Dead has never really been always about the action. Yeah. So if you're looking for like an action movie or action TV show, this is not it. Exactly. You know, it, it, so Walking Dead has always been about the drama of the characters, like what they're going to do. The way I describe it, it's like, it's like a reality show, but in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It, ain't, it isn't even about the zombies. It's yeah. mostly about the... the um, like the human interaction between people when like stuffs like stuff like zombies like you know interrupt uh, everyday life you know exactly exactly and it's, it's the whole thing a lot of people criticize this season as like it's too much on the be violent or don't be violent thing right and right. it's a thematic structure in the Walking Dead has been around since the very first season yeah, yeah. and people are frankly kind of tired of it I'm not. Because this it still fascinates the <laughs> shit out of me. You know, I like yeah. to see what people are gonna do in these extreme situations. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, that's the reason why I stuck around with it so much is because, like, I like that stuff too. Is like, right. you know, in an extreme, what would you do? Right. So. And in an extreme, you you don't learn it, and then like six months later, you're not gonna repeat it. Yeah. You're most likely gonna repeat it again because it's always you're always facing it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So people complaining how there's no growth in the show. Well, they're kind of missing the point. If yeah. you're in that situation, there will be no growth because they're always stuck repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah, if you're met with like an extreme situation and you react like instinctually, you can't help instinct. Right. <laughs> That's exactly how you're going to react every time. Yeah, look at Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, how, how often is John <laughs> McClane going to keep doing the same exact thing every single time? Is there growth there? Yeah. No, when not is he really? going to learn to tie his shoes so that they stay on? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the same thing with Walking Dead. I said the problem there is that The Walking Dead is it's kind of, I would say, Maybe slightly artsy, yeah. Because they, they wanna and it has too many characters. Yeah, it can't they can't really avoid it because they have a lot of characters. Yeah, so like they're kind of spreading themselves a little too thin with like who or, to develop. Or is that on purpose? Oh, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> think about it, the, the episode with Daryl in the cage. Yeah, it's just Daryl, couple of side characters, and but it's just Daryl. I wonder if that's like a financial thing. <laughs> it could be. It could be right because for what I heard, AMC is kind of cheap sometimes in their budget. Yeah, you know, and but a lot of the times, like a regular TV show, like I would say even Westworld, Game of Thrones. Yeah, they will try and, and get as many characters into one episode as much as possible. Right. If right. not one episode, the next one they'll show up. Yeah. Like there's always a uh, an A story, a B story, and a C story. Yeah. You know, and Walking Dead, they don't seem to be following that logic. They either, they either go, this is the only story we're going to tell you for this episode. Yeah. And maybe we'll toss in a B story. Yeah. And then usually that B story is pretty damn weak. <laughs> right. Right. So a lot of the times, especially especially this season, there's a lot of just A stories. Tara in the ocean side. 
Oh it's my just, god! It's just her story, right? Yeah, and that was one of the worst. Episodes. Really, I kind of, I, I actually kind of really? was okay. Though. Yeah, yeah. And part of I, it too, because how many, how often do you see like a community where it's just nothing but chicks? Yeah, that's you know. True. So that's one thing too, and and their logic actually to me makes sense. They let her go because like, if you don't kill her now, she's gonna get people to come back, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of, I, mean, I kind of do like how they bring up a a, a problem. They say we're gonna have to do it this way, or else this will happen. And then the other thing will happen. And then the other <laughs> thing will happen. So the, the show does have consequences. You yeah. know, it's just like you have to like go through all the season just to get to that point. Yeah, and a lot of them is just like by convenience, though. Like, right? We need this to happen, so we'll just throw in this sudden thing. You know? No, no, I mean? that that is true. That yeah. is true. Uh, the worst thing about the season, which I think everybody can be on, I'm hoping you can too. The freaking scavengers. <laughs> Do the not garbage like, people? <laughs> the garbage people. Dude, the, the garbage people. Oh, my God. Like They're the they, worst. <laughs> when they first showed up, I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. And then I heard him talk. I'm like, what is this, Cloud Atlas? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice, nice yeah. ball. <laughs> but yeah, it's just ridiculous because it's like, I'm not watching Fear of the Walking Dead for a reason. I don't want to see this kind of stupidity. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and that's, like, that's like them. The, the scavengers are like, what the heck? To be fair, it wasn't in the comic books. Okay. Oh really? Was not in the comic books. Scavengers okay, see that's the, the thing. Books. Like I've never read any of the comic books. Um, Albert here has, so right. I usually like whenever we talk at work, I usually ask him like, "Hey, what do you think is going to happen? What is it, what do they do in the comic book?" Right, right. And I think I, for the longest time, I've been thinking they're going to go this other way. They go, but more and more, they keep, they keep reminding me, "No, they're going to just follow the comic book." Yeah, yeah. yeah that's kind of that's kind of what like, happened with the, this is a premiere. I'm like, like they're going to trick you. Yeah. Oh no, they just follow the comic book. It's like they're kind of like running out of ideas. Like, uh, we'll just pull from the source material. <laughs> well, it, do, it does seem like they're they're kind of like picking and choosing in terms of like, well, the fans want us to be faithful to the books, yeah. but they also want us to want us to surprise them. Yeah. So what should we do, right? So yeah, it, that's they, true. You can't yeah. really please everybody all the time. Exactly. So. But it does seem like they're really shooting for trying to copy the comic book in terms yeah. of like the major plot holes. Yeah, yeah. Plot holes, plot points, <laughs> kind of thing. No, you got it right first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, best thing about the finale that you liked? Um, the the uh the big turn like the big uh, surprises, the big twists. Sasha, the two, yeah, that did, one. Did you not see that coming? I mean, I saw it coming from the last episode before when you know she uh, Eugene hands him the uh, the poison, uh, the poison. Yeah, and I was like, well, she's obviously gonna hold on to it, and then that whole speech about her like. I gotta kill myself. I don't want him to use me right. against uh, the people we love. And, and the like, water bottle. I just want a water bottle. Yeah, like <laughs> as soon as she said water bottle, I was like, "You're gonna fucking take that pill, aren't you?" Yeah, I'm not sure if you're like me, but I don't need water to swallow a pill. I mean, I'd prefer to have water, but right. I have done where I just popped it in and swallowed the pill. <laughs> when I was really young, when when my when my family was trying to teach me how to swallow a pill, I could yeah. not do it because they go, "No, you have to drink it this way," and I'm like. It's not going in. Yeah. And then what I did end up doing was that I gave up. They kind of walked away. I went off to a corner and I just swallowed the pill by itself. No yeah, water. Yeah. And that worked for me. You know, <laughs> I so. think at that point it's more of a concern. Like if it's dry, it'll get stuck in your throat and you'll choke. <laughs> is, that what it, is that the whole point with the water? Man, probably. I thought the whole water thing was just to, to push the pill down. Which never makes sense. It's, a, it's a dual purpose thing. The pill floats. <laughs> the pill floats, right? It's not going to go down if it's floating in your mouth. Well, it depends on what pill though. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> if it's a capsule, it'll float. <laughs> now we're getting technical about pills here. Right. So there's there's that. There's I like the fact that it is Sasha that tried to kill Negan. Well, yeah, as, yeah. as a zombie, you know. But um, but my my favorite surprise was Shiva, the cat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
the tiger. I'm sorry, the tiger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big cat. Yeah, some people are gonna be like, "Hey, that's a tiger." And it's like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> no, but yeah, the um, okay, it's weird how their uh, the quality in CGI right goes from really great to shitty and then back to really great. Right. This was this to me was one of those episodes where uh, the CGI really worked. Like, oh yeah, very well. Like people said, clearly they were saving their whole budget for this episode. Yeah. Because like um, on one of the episodes where uh, Shiva's sitting next to Ezekiel on the stage in uh, the kingdom. Right. Like it looked really crappy. Like really crappy. Yeah. Like in one episode, you know, Shiva's on the stage with Ezekiel at the at the kingdom. CGI is really crappy. You know, you can tell. But uh, in the season finale, when uh, you see Shiva, like they're walking. Sh- yeah, somebody. <laughs> no, but like when you first see Shiva, they're like walking through the through like um, the city or right. whatever town or that they're in. But it was like a really cool like just scene where you have all these all these uh, people from the kingdom along with Carol and stuff. They all have guns and they're all armored up, and then just King Ezekiel like holding a giant tiger yep. and just ro- rolling through the streets like that looked really cool, and like it looked natural, like it looked like it could have been a real tiger. Right. Well, they said they actually have a real tiger on set if they need it. Really? Yeah. They, they said it's a combination of a real tiger, combination of a person in a suit and CG. So and like, and they're, they're like not, not really telling you which is which. Although they did say that the mauling scene was definitely CG. Oh, well, it was a yeah. guy in a it was a guy in a blue mocap suit. What would have been good is like when, um, when Shiva jumps out at first and grabs the the that savior. Yeah, it would have been cool if that part was CGI. But when you see the ground shot of uh, Shiva like really going at it on the yeah. ground, it yeah. would have it would have been cool if it was like a real tiger like. Chewing up a maybe it was the guy was standing still. It could have been a dummy with a meat on it. Yeah, could have been. been really cool. <laughs> but but I, but in the in Talking Dead they, they didn't show that scene, so I'm assuming it was just the CG thing. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's that. Um, Negan giving everybody the finger as he drives away. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it was a very Love Negan that. thing to do. Very, very Negan thing to do. So Negan has been very polarizing for a lot of people. Yeah. Do you like Negan? Um. I like him in medium doses. Okay. Let's put it that way. Um, when he was first introduced, um, he was really cool. Like, right. you know, he's got that, that you know, that nice uh, confident swagger to him and oh, yeah. whatever. Um, but as the season went on, it kind of got like, okay, this guy's kind of one note. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess you could argue that it is one note. For me, that's that's always been Negan. Because like I yeah, said, yeah. I read the books, Negan's supposed to be this cocky bastard yeah and and the show jeffrey dean morgan is a cocky bastard yeah i mean he does a great job it's just um like i guess some of his mannerisms can be toned down like a one notch or so (laughs) Uh, maybe maybe (laughs) like that whole like leaning back bouncing thing that he does it's like that's a jeffrey dean morgan yeah because you you can't really animate that in a comic book yeah so that that's his interpretation yeah it's really cool but like i said just kind of Tone down the bounce a bit. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But yeah. people, but Negan has been very polarized. I hear people who just are kind of sick and tired of him. They want just kill him off already. Just kill him off. Oh no, I'm yeah. I'm not one of those. My, people. my argument <laughs> is that you haven't read the books. You want him alive. There yeah. are things that are still going to happen with Negan. You want him alive. I have heard a, a couple things about Negan in the comic books right. that um, he is still alive. Yes, he is, and he's basically in prison. That is true. And he's. I'm kinda, not sure how much spoilers you want, but. 
Yes, yes, uh, yes. We'll, we'll keep it there, because <laughs> like I said, I still like the Negan character, so... Yeah, but like he's the guy who can do cheesy jokes in the show... Yeah, and, and get away with sense. it. Exactly. Yeah, and, get, and get away with it. You know, like, like the whole thing with Spencer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Spencer, I was wrong. I, I, I first, At first, I thought you didn't have any guts. Slice. <laughs> Slices guts. I was wrong. <laughs> like, oh, there they are. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> I'm like, this crazy bastard. <laughs> you know, as much as I root for our people... I love it when Negan just crafts. Yeah, them. every once in a while you gotta go to the dark side. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And like I, the uh, the scene in um, last episode mm-hmm. where uh, one of the saviors is uh, like uh, trying to rape uh, yes, Sasha. Yes. Negan catches him and then like you know he goes, "What are you doing? You know we don't rape here." And he pulls out a knife and he's like, you know, don't worry about it. It's gonna be. And then like he, I forgot what he said, but he basically just stabbed him in the throat like right. with this gigantic Rambo knife, and I was like. This guy's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that was also a thing in the comic book. Yeah, because in in the comic book, there's a lot more rape going on in the show. Yeah, in the comic book at least, and, and so far the show has been completely avoiding it until now. Yeah, and I was wondering because well, that was a very iconic scene in the comic book. That was the first yeah. time people go, "Hey, Negan actually kind of has a heart." Well, yeah, but I mean, there was a couple like like a couple little scenes earlier on in the season where uh, they kind of give a glimpse of that, um, like when. Uh, I forgot what happened. Like, um, basically, Dwight does something that Negan likes, and he goes, "You earned yourself uh, some time with the with the ladies." Oh yes, yes. And he goes, "As long as they say yes, you can have whoever you want." And so that right there is like, as long as they say yes, like you're Negan, you do go do whatever you want. But that right there, I was like, okay, he probably has something against like you know forcibly right. raping. That's, that's why he needs to have people like get married to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was also a trap for Dwight, too. Yeah. Because Dwight must know that Negan's not going to allow that. Even though he's saying it, he's right. not going to allow that. Right, right. You know, and, and it, here's, here's a slight spoiler to the comic book, but you, you know who Negan offered that to? That, that offer, but you can have any of these wives right now if you want to. No. Carl. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it the show, and it never happened. I go, well, he figures he did happen. Oh, like the show. that that one episode where he takes Carl around yeah. on a tour of the yep. sanctuary, and, and part of it was that you can you can have one of them if you want. Ah, uh, that would have been great, dude. Imagine like some like you know some kid going through puberty, yeah. and he's like, yes, please. Yeah. But but see, in, in the TV show, Carl is pretty much a teenager, right? Yeah. In the comic book, at the, at the particular point, he's still like a twelve year old kid. That's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, but um, okay. What is the time frame for Walking Dead, the TV show, right now? I've heard some other people say that it's only about like two and a half, maybe three years. Well, they're, they're basing that on, I guess, facts that I guess a, a zombie <laughs> should should kind of like start decomposing. Oh, okay. And that's gotcha. why. That's why. That's why. Whenever they do have new walkers, they're always kind of like they look Mushy. worse. Yeah, like mushy or whatever. But oh yeah, like when Carol was able to like stab through zombies' heads with the with the uh, the road sign right. post thing. It's like a normal skull. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know if it's one season per year because I don't think that's that's the truth at all. Yeah, uh, it's got to be a little bit shorter. But I I don't know. I don't really have an idea. Well, I mean, if we're basing it off of uh, Judith's age, Judith looks about a year old, or maybe even two. Maybe but, yeah, two. But I think I think you're right. A year is good, but that's from the prison, right? Yeah. That was season four, if I remember correctly. But then, if you base it on Carl, <laughs> Carl's a teenager yeah. now. That's, that's, that's if you like base it least. on Carl, it's been about ten years. <laughs> Jeez, how old was he even in the first season? Was it like what ten, eleven, maybe? 
Dude, I thought he was like 10, like okay. maybe even 9. <laughs> and it's, and uh, well, that's what he says, actually. If it's 10, and this is season 7, he's 17, yeah, teenager. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they really are doing a whole one year per season thing. Yeah. And all the new walkers you see are just new people that became walkers, I guess. Yeah. But you're not really seeing as many uh, hordes as you used to. In the right. Show. That, that, that one's a pure, out of, like you're saying, the show has... Plot conveniences. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like conveniently there's yeah. a horde. Conveniently there's a horde. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? and then like, oh, we're storing a whole horde of, of of walkers here. Yeah. Yeah. What do they call? It? They don't call them horde, do they? Is it a different name? Um, Herd. Herds. 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 Yeah. 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 So what what else about the season finale did you like? Um, I mean, I, it probably sounds stupid. Like other people caught, probably caught it like as soon as these people were introduced. But the garbage people's betrayal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I like, mean, like, I got it. I kind of had an instinct that that's where they were going to, but like, I didn't know it would be at that moment. Right, because people were going like, "Oh, who's the who's the traitor? Who told Negan that this is happening?" Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, are they gonna save it for season eight? But nope, they showed it right now. It was them. Yeah, and but I I didn't really I haven't watched it twice or anything like that. But what was the deal that that she had with Negan? Something about ten, ten or twelve. What is that? You know? Yeah, like see, that's another one of this one of these examples of poor writing. It's like they force it to be a mystery where they don't explain what it is. You know what right. I mean? Where like yeah, like you said, they have that whole like you know thing about a twelve, no ten, twelve, ten is like of what, dude? Yeah, just like, tell us. Yeah, they're saving it for next season. That yeah, answer. it's like is that gonna be your huge season premiere? <laughs> yeah, because she's still alive. Yeah. So unfortunately, she's coming back next season. Oh god. Although I kind of like the whole like like you know after we're done, I lay with him. Yeah. I was like, and why the hell did it sound like cavemen? Come on. Yeah, like I said, to <laughs> me, no that's, reason. that's no cloud reason. atlas dialogue all the way, dude. <laughs> it would have been perfect if they said true, true, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> he speak the true, true. Plus, plus they were all black. Yeah. I mean, it's like, come on. And, and they, they, they kind of look like dirty hipsters. <laughs> yeah. They have bicycles for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. some of them were fixed gear bicycles. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, figures. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But then I started thinking bikes. it would have been really cool if more of them had bikes. If you're gonna have bikes, make it a huge like you know swarm of bikes. That would be at least visually cool. <laughs> yep. Or or make, maybe the bikes are kind of like made of trash heaps. You know, they're yeah. they're like put together just to work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they like they found a store of nothing but bicycles, they like, oh, yeah, all ours. Put in the there, there. <laughs> <laughs> the true, true. <laughs> Jeez, okay, we'll okay. See what... But um, I gotta say right now, what is up with the uh, um the trash people's like skills on like holding people hostage? Because when they finally re- revealed themselves to be, you know, uh, traitors. Double crossers. Yeah, yeah, double crossers. They have all of the Alexandrians at gunpoint. Yep. Right? And all the Alexandrians are kind of like, oh shit, we're fucked. Pretty much. Right? Not only that, but those are the those are the weapons from the ocean side too. Yeah. So my gripe with this whole scene is when Sasha pops out as a zombie and attacks Negan, that's kind of like a impromptu signal for everyone to attack, right? Right, or they're just shocked. Yeah, or they're shocked. How crappily of a like, how crappy of a job are you doing holding people at gunpoint when something happens and then all of a sudden the Alexandrians get the drop on them somehow? Right. They were they were that distracted. Yeah, it's like that's crazy, dude. <laughs> 
Maybe we don't know their backstory. We don't know if they have some skills doing this kind of stuff in the first place. Yeah, you know, we don't know because the, the the show did really bother to tell us how it is. And quite honestly, the less of them, the better anyway. So, but yeah, and then and our and our people are like they're quick to the hat. Yeah. Every season, there's always something that that distracts the enemy, and they have the upper hand. <laughs> you know, th- think about the scene with uh, with the. Uh, oh, please it? don't tell me it's uh, Rosita and Negan and Lucille. <laughs> no, no, not that, not that, not that, not that. That was the worst thing It was from earlier in uh, previous season oh. when, when when Rick was gonna and Glenn were gonna get their their head bashed in in that one place. Oh. Uh, not see, it's not sanctuary either. It's uh, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't the prison. It was they were all leading to that place. Do you remember that? No. Listeners are like yelling at their. At their radio right now, or whatever. I know. But, but yeah, then it, it, Carol blows up out in distance and it, it saves them. Terminus. There yes, you go. Thank Terminus. you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So Carol like saves the day by that last second thing. And as soon as Rick knew that they were distracted, they went into action. Yeah. My you know? God. So, so our, our people, our survivors, they know what to do when, yeah, they, when okay. these things happen. We'll chalk it up to they they can recognize a good point to attack. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> not a chance. Yeah, it's like this very <laughs> tiny tiny window is our very is our chance. It's like the equivalent of Luke Skywalker launching those uh, torpedoes into that three meter wide <laughs> exhaust right. port in the desert. I think I think the reason why people had a lot of problems with the violence at the first episode of the season uh-huh. was that they were waiting for that moment where okay. Uh, Nick is not gonna be able to bash somebody else. Something's gonna happen. It's gonna distract them, and then, and then, they're, and then they're gonna apprehend. And it never happened. Yeah. And it never happened. I think that that's what really threw people back. They yeah. weren't sure if Negan was really gonna go through with it. I personally thought that was a great episode. Oh, like, I think so too. Yeah. If, if I, I describe it as the best and worst episode of Walking yeah. Dead. It had the best moment and the worst everything else. Really. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty much the the highest extreme on what this show can offer. Yeah. And then and then like. In terms of like dramatic structure, it is that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. you were tensed. I was tensed throughout the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. Like you can really feel the tension. What's next? What's next? Uh, let's let's go over some of the other stuff that happened in the in this season seven that people are complaining about. Uh, oh yeah, you know what, uh, Eugene. Yeah. Uh, should he die or can he be forgiven? Oh man! Because we know why he's doing this. Because he wants to save his ass. That's that's all it is. Yeah, he just wants to save his ass. That yeah. There's like no hidden motives behind that. Yep. He's, and he was pretty open about it too. Yeah, but like a, a lot of people are still on the fence about is he like doing this to be like an, a double agent, like undercover. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think he's that brave. I think at this point on, we have to assume that's not the case. Yeah, like yep. he's just. Out for himself. Yeah, even the actor said that. Uh, no, I, I think he's just looking for him. He's just looking for himself and nothing else at this point. Yeah, there's that thing. Because I mean, it's been well established that he's a big enough coward to like you know do anything, like lie to people, whatever. <laughs> yeah. How, how about Dwight? How, what do you feel about Dwight? Um, I mean, what Daryl said about him was pretty accurate. Like, even if he's telling the truth and he helps us out. And this all works out the way it's supposed to. I'm still killing him. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm Fair like, enough. yeah, I th- I kind of feel like he does deserve to die, or at least not be helped by uh, Rick and all the other uh, alliance. <laughs> but but going going from the Eugene tangent, isn't Dwight's situation kind of similar? He was kind of put in that position because of his wife. Yeah, that's true. And he's, I guess, he's kind of in more of the uh, like if. Eugene was a braver person, he'd be exactly like Dwight. Right. 
Right. Like Dwight is that Dwight had to go through do so many things for Negan, even though he likely did not like to do all this that. Yeah. But it was all because of his wife. So yeah. I, I, I'm leaning more towards like like I, I, I suppose I could forgive him. Of. Uh, uh, but then, but he did kill. We're, we're talking about Eugene forgiving Eugene, right? No, no. Well, <laughs> Dwight. I'm talking about Dwight. I mean, Dwight. Okay. Dwight did kill Denise. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know how that's gonna play out. Taro's I mean, just gonna. Yeah. Taro's to- like, do it. Stab him in the face with that giant knife, Daryl. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It, it is a it is an interesting situation. I mean, I I read the book, so I kind of have an idea where Dwight's going. Yeah, Eugene, same thing too with Eugene, right? So so, but in terms of the show, I don't know, man. It's really hard for me to to forgive Eugene more than it is to forgive Dwight. Dwight, it's a little bit easier because I think it's more sympathetic. Yeah, but but Eugene just just turncoat, man. He just yeah, completely I, yeah because Negan. at least with Dwight, like you see flashes of defiance right in him. You know what I mean? Like he'll. He'll do little things to like, you know, stick it to Negan, even though Negan's never gonna ever find out or care. Well, I, well, I, I think he kind of cares a little bit because well, he yeah, always... he'll care just for the fact that, like, dude, you're screwing me over. Yeah, no but, matter how small the the thing is. Not only that, but Negan keeps pushing Dwight. <clears throat> like yeah. Negan wants to see him snap. Yeah, you know, that, 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 every every dialogue from Negan t- talking to Dwight is like, like, okay, how are you gonna react? He's like, he's like a bully. Like, okay, how are you gonna react now? You know, yeah, it's always that. But I mean, what? <laughs> Why would Negan do that to somebody who is obviously ha- has enough skill? He might not be able to take Negan out in like a fair fist fight or something. Sure. You don't know. But why would he like, you know. Risk it? Yeah, like figuratively poke a tiger in the eye. Because he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not cocky. Yeah. He's not, although, speaking of tiger, he's like, a tiger? Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great, dude. That was another one of those Negan moments where it was like, holy shit, there's a tiger. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I also like the, the whole thing about Negan, like he's actually admires his enemies. Yeah. Like, oh, look at the balls on you. He, yeah, and like the yeah, that whole thing where uh Sasha's like, right. you know, I'll get into the It's like the biggest the lady's casket. nuts or whatever, right? Yeah. But um even that scene was really pretty good because um it's very rare that you see Negan with like genuine like shock, like, wow, you, you know you don't have to do this, right? Oh, that is true. Yeah, he's yeah. like, You don't have to get in there. It's like you can just ride down, then when we get close, you can hop in. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, like he was genuinely impressed by that and that yeah. was like a real small but like good scene see I think if Negan was completely one note yeah. he, he wouldn't have those kind of scenes yeah this season has been pretty good at like building small moments for Negan so that he isn't completely one dimensional yeah like oh, you, you well, can you can see him have like three dimension like well he's not completely he's a dick yeah. but he's had signs that he has a soul too you know yeah so that's what I really like about Negan like you know like that whole moral line where you do not rape around here right like if I catch you raping you get a Bowie knife through the neck <laughs> pretty much and like you know that's to me like in that kind of world that's an admirable trait oh totally <laughs> it's like totally. yeah dude fuck rapists and just yeah. stab him through like, the throat like, like I said in the comic book that was the first sign of like oh he has a soul yeah yeah you know, that kind of thing so there's um, that but now that I think about it there was also an entire half episode where he goes to Alexandria and is like living up the like suburban lifestyle with right him. remember yes. like he was making spaghetti dinners for Carl and uh, um, so and Judith Ju- Judith the fact that Judith was okay having Negan around I don't know what it says <laughs> yeah <laughs> but see Okay, I don't know what his character, if his any, if any of uh, Negan's background has been revealed in the comic books, but um, 
I could see him being a family man before the zombie apocalypse broke out. Right. And like um, his child being killed and then somebody like kidnapping his wife and raping him. That's why he's so against rape. Oh, yeah. That's an idea. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, little like moments like that, like really go a long way for Negan just because the opposite side of it is like I think is kind kind of one note. You know what I mean? Right. But those flashes do stretch out a long way as far as Negan goes. Right. Yeah, I, I think Negan is the best thing about this season. Yeah. You know, because a lot of a lot of the times our, our survivors they have to be they have to cower to Negan and, and yeah. it it can be kind of tiring to watch. Yeah. You know? Like not only is it tiring, but it's also like, you know, if like you're you feel like you're part of the Alexandrians, you know what I mean? Yeah, and totally. You, you're kinda like, dude, like I, if I was them, I would hate to have to do that. Like I would be like Rosita and try to shoot Negan point blank, but instead hitting a tiny <laughs> diameter-sized bat. Right. And that's where the Pacavines come oh in. Like, really? God. You couldn't shoot him? <laughs> come on. Come on. When I first saw that episode, I literally yelled out, what the fuck? <laughs> I could not believe that happened. Let's see. Um, the Hilltop. We haven't really talked about the Hilltop at all. Yeah. So, Gregory. Smarmy bastard, yeah. you know, he was about to kill Maggie, you know, yeah. the, the one seed. It's like, yeah, he, he I, I don't mind if he goes. <laughs> yeah, this, like, I really didn't care for him at all. Ever right. since he was even introduced, I'm like, this guy is like, he's like a caricature of a modern day politician. <laughs> yeah, that's the best description yeah. I've ever. And you know. like, you know, he'll, he'll lie, he'll do whatever needs to be done. To get the way, like his way, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But then with Maggie there and, and the whole town pretty much kind of behind her. Yeah. Like, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. Once again, I know I know what happened in the books, but I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> he dies, right? <laughs> I mean, how much do you want me to tell? <laughs> okay, how about this? How he dies might be surprising. Okay, don't tell me that part. All right, all right. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the just king- as long as he dies, I'm fine. <laughs> the, the kingdom, you know, honestly, the Alexander should go to the kingdom and just like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna live there. They seem, they seem to have everything down pat. Yeah, it's kind of like a a working version of Alexandria. <laughs> uh, yeah, a working version of Alexandria. Like, yeah, uh, with, with resources. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, okay, it could be argued that before Negan, Alexandria was really well off, and I could see that, but. I kind of feel like the kingdom was way more prepared for right. long term. You know, well, what I mean? the, the way I see the Alexand- Alexandria, <laughs> it, it sounds like your typical suburban neighborhood. Yeah, and yeah. then the apocalypse hits because I mean, suburbia, you have to go to a supermarket to buy stuff. Yeah, everything right? shipped in. Everything yeah. shipped in. So without with the apocalypse, with the zombie apocalypse, what are they going to do? They all they all they have left are like canned foods or whatever. Yeah, right. And with the kingdom, they actually have like. A garden. They have they have actual resources for vegetables and yeah. and food and all that stuff. So yeah, they're definitely yeah. more. And more every once in a while, you know, they'll go out and scavenge for like you know canned food just to like uh, shore up any any like lack anything that's lacking. <laughs> right. I mean, technically, the hilltop could, is kind of the same thing. Yeah. But I think the fact that they're on a hill kind of gives them a disadvantage on growing crops and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, come on, dude. Asian cultures can grow rice on hills. <laughs> well, that, that is true. But wh- white people don't use rice a lot. <laughs> well, they need to learn because it's, 
<laughs> it's a really good crop, guys. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then same thing with the sanctuary, where the saviors are. Yeah. It's just a freaking warehouse, practically, or factory. Yeah. So they can't really grow anything, which is why they're always getting food from other people. Yeah. So and I kind of figure like them being on an old factory, the grounds aren't exactly fertile. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So it, it is okay. So, so Alexander's suburbia, Oceanside is is the the small the beach little resort. It's a beach <laughs> resort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the kingdom is kind of like a like a bigger farm. Area yeah, we'll, we'll say it's like Bakersfield. Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're surrounded by farming, but they're still city like. Well, well, they gotta have pot there then. But yeah. and, and then uh, you get they get the the sanctuary, which is pretty much just a factory. Yeah. Uh, and, and the hilltop, which is kind of like in in the middle. So yeah, out of all of them, it's the kingdom. Yeah, the, the kingdom is the best, is the best place to stay. Yeah. Carol made the right choice. Morgan made the right choice. Yeah. You know that, that always kind of bothered me too. Is Morgan and Carol just kind of did not even come back. Carol, she has her excuse. She, she wanted to leave. She wanted to leave the, her group of friends who always seems to get in trouble. I get that. <laughs> He's okay. like, I'm tired of saving your asses. <laughs> but Morgan, however, Morgan just like goes to the kingdom and just completely abandons everybody. And then kind of like, really? Really, Morgan? Come on. Yeah, well, okay. What was his reason for leaving Alexander? No, he was just going to look for Carol. Oh, yeah. And then he just right? he's like, screw and it. I'm he staying never here. never came back. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think he is? Because the kingdom was that good, man. <laughs> you know, he, who does he think he is? Iron Fist? Come, come on. <laughs> you had one job. Yeah. You know, come back already. Jeez. And then you come back and look. Everything's <laughs> <And it's> destroyed. <laughs> oh, he is Iron Fist. Look at that. Yeah, he is Iron Fist. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. All right. What, what else happened this season? That's what we're talking about. Well, what was the song that they kept playing? The uh, Easy Street? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> You know the story there, right? It wasn't even available for download or anything available. Like, it only went to iTunes after the episode. Really? Because they realized, oh, people want this song now? Just to torture everybody? I guess so. <laughs> you know? I, I'm surprised we don't hear more about Easy Street, like, in, like, Halloween parties or whatever. Just yeah. people play it just for fun kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. That'd be cool, dude, to do that. I didn't. I did look for it on iTunes, and I found it. I'm like, holy crap! It's here. <laughs> it's actually there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Rosita, you mentioned that earlier that she was going to go on her suicide mission, and I think I think she'll still be kind of selfish. Yeah. It is not a one man job. Plus, besides Rick, already kind of had a plan. Yeah. And Rosita was like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. She spent all this time bitching and moaning about how how Rick and everybody aren't like doing anything to to kill Negan or right. whatever. But it's like. A few episodes later is like they're getting stuff rolling. Is just yep. just let it chill for a bit, let it develop. You know what I mean? I like, know. It was like, can you be that impatient, really? Yeah, it's like he has to die now. It's like why? Why would you go out on a suicide mission where you can wait like a few like a few days or like a week or two, and have everybody go and you know actually take this like down like take all the saviors down you know what i mean right and then speaking of all the saviors the all the outpost thing yeah i know i know they threw the line in there and and we'll get all the outposts too yeah so yeah. i i don't know how long they're gonna drag out next season because i know next season is gonna be all out war at least that's, that's what they call it in the comic books they call it all out war yeah and the, I believe- like the final scene in this episode you see negan like addressing his crowd of saviors yeah, we're going to war yeah and then like it looked like hundreds and hundreds of saviors um Pretty much. Yeah. Um, you never really get the scope of how big Negan's army is until yeah. that moment. But we still don't, actually, because there are still people in the outposts. Yeah. And then if the satellite outpost from, a, what was it, last season or two seasons ago? Last season, yeah. Yeah, that satellite outpost that uh, Rick and his group took out, if that's any indication of how big an outpost can be, there's a lot of saviors still out to be killed. <laughs> 
There is a lot. Yeah. And, and that kind of worries me. I hope they don't... I, I mean, I kind of want to see the All Out War next season, but how much of next season do you want to see All Out War? Yeah. Like, like half the season or the whole season? Like, I'm hoping that the, the, this All Out War isn't just one episode. Oh, I'm sure it's not. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's several plot lines in the All Out War storyline. Yeah, because you can't spend an entire season building up, like, this whole uh, theme of rebellion and revolution to have it be the All Out War be one episode. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Well, in the comic books, the, the story there, not, not the story itself, but uh, the story was so big that yeah. they actually released like two issues a month. Oh, okay. Because yeah, normally it's just one issue a month. Yeah. But for this one, it was every other week you get an episode of All Out War. Oh, okay. So if that's any indication, it's going to... They might be able to I... <laughs> drag it out for a whole season. All 16 episodes. Really? Not even just a half season? There's, there's enough content for that to wow. happen. Wow. Yeah, but that's not the problem though. People, people don't want that to happen. They want it to keep... Keep moving, keep moving, right? Right, like bring in the next thing. Yeah, know. if this season is any indication, people want things to move faster. Yeah. Right, so I'm not sure if people can wait a whole season or just watch a whole season of All Out War. Yeah. I My money would be on them using a half season. That's kind of what, that's kind of what I was. a lot of people were hoping with this season. Like the first yeah. half was just a build up to that. Yeah. And then the second half was the All Out War, but clearly yeah, they, just, they, they, they didn't think that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's definitely a bunch of early episodes in this season that they could have just like turned into like a 15 minute thing in another episode. Well, that's what I mean. It could have been an A story, a B story, a C story, right? Yeah, Whatever. exactly. But they, they really, they really were going like, well, for this episode, we're going to be artsy about this and just focus on this storyline. Yeah, they're doing the whole BBC thing. <laughs> I guess, I guess it's almost like old school uh, TV TV series where they they dedicate one episode to one storyline. Yeah. You know, and then we're so used now, especially nowadays, we're so used to serialized storyline where it goes from one episode to the next episode to the next episode. Yeah. You're following multiple plot lines at the same exact time, kind of yeah. thing. And I think we just got spoiled with that. You know, yeah. and The Walking Dead is like, it's like, no, we're still doing our own thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because, I mean, uh, what year did uh, Walking Dead premiere? Mm, I was six, it was eight years ago, wasn't it? Eight years? I think it was eight, actually, maybe even. 2010? Really? Maybe? Because that was only like six episodes too. And okay, then, and yeah. Then we had to probably, wait. Yeah. We had to wait like a year and a half before season two. Remember? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think it was probably 2010. So back in 2010, I think smartphones were only around for like three a couple years, years now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think from the, the time from now since then, everybody's gotten way better at multitasking. Yep. And like well, being able to you know keep track of multiple stories and. Uh, but multiple stories was a thing even in the nineties and even in the eighties kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think the problem though is that you got shows like Game of Thrones. Yeah. You got shows like Westworld nowadays. You know, uh, they're they're pretty much like serialized storylines where it really is like a chapter, chapter, an episode kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And it just keeps going. There's no real like uniqueness to each episode. Yeah. You know, they they all have to follow a same kind of similar format where this person does this, this person does this, this person does this, A, B, C storyline. Yeah. You know, you're just following things along. While Walking Dead is like the old days where where we have, we have like 26 episodes. Uh, let's dedicate that one episode to just that. You know, that's how it was in the old days, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you, know, you, you have filler episodes, right? Yeah. Remember that? that nowadays, we don't have filler episodes anymore. It's all, yeah. every, every episode is important, you know? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And Walking Dead is like, not every episode has to be important. We'll toss in an important thing happening. But it doesn't have to be like like the whole Rick and Michonne going off to the carnival or whatever. Yeah, I mean that was technically not really important, but what happened in the episode paid off for the following episode. 
Yeah. You know, so, so they have that logic. Well, <laughs> well, everybody's like, that should have just been like 10 minutes of, a, of an episode. Yeah, you know, see, that that's, that's like why everybody's getting so pissed off, in my opinion, is because, you know, I think people are a lot more keen to splitting up stories and like right. being able to follow multiple stories that to them... One slow. giant story is too slow, and it's like, oh my god, dude, can we just move on, please? But that was a fun episode, though. Yeah. Or how about like way back in the in the earlier seasons where it was Shane Rick, uh, in the car. Remember they took off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that, that that episode would not have existed with a lot of shows nowadays. Yeah. You know those those are the kind of things that that we actually like really liked. Yeah. You know, same thing with like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They had a lot of episodes where it's just like a thematic episode. You know, um, it, it didn't have to be a mythology episode or say, like, heck, the word mythology episode. All the TV shows <laughs> nowadays are mythology episodes, X-Files, right? X-Files had like the mythology episode and then they had the single story episodes, right? Yeah. So not every episode is important, but you want to watch it anyway. That's kind of like what The Walking Dead is. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I, think, I, yeah, I forgot about that format where like yeah, see? there is one giant overlaying story. Right. But every once in a while, we'll throw in like one yeah. one story. And now these people just they just want the mythology episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Walking Dead is like no, we're still doing kind of old school where not every episode has to be mythology. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So, but yeah, it's for the most part that I'm excusing season seven. I mean, I joke around saying, oh, it's the filler season, right? <laughs> but at the same time, I understand. I understand why it is the way it is. It's a build-up to All Out War. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't care about Negan as much or want him dead as much if he didn't have all these little beasts. Uh, Eugene is where he is, and we wouldn't have gotten that if it only happened in a few episodes. Same thing with... Same thing with uh, uh, okay, yeah. You know, there's all these little things that, 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 that if you look at it as a whole, it makes sense why they showed it the way they did. Right, right. As opposed to if they didn't do that, they go, well, there isn't enough backstory for that person. Oh, well, why did they do that? Right? Yeah, but <laughs> they still didn't do that like effectively, I think. Or, um, like in this season finale, you know, they showed they did a thing where uh, they were doing Sasha's flashback. Okay. It's like when you think about it, they didn't really show how deep Abraham and Sasha's relationship was. Agreed. No, no, I, that I completely agree. Yeah. The whole thing with Rosita, okay, I, I get Rosita's anger. Yeah. Sasha never got that. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no shade to Sasha, but like, did you really love him that much? Yeah, you, exactly. You, were, you only got together. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, like from what I think, they've only been together for no more than like a week at most. Right. Even even the flashback, he's like, I know this is just new for both of us. Yeah, brand spanking right. new, and then he dies later that day. Right. Exactly. So I'm and like, I'm like, like, so why do you care so much? Yeah. And it then, should be Rosita. <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of just like shoehorned in this flashback scene in the final episode where they had this deep conversation, and it was it was a deep, it was a yeah, good conversation. Good. I like the scene, but you know, they, The Walking Dead, they tend to do that these days where they just kind of make things convenient by shoving in a scene here and there and calling it character development. Right. Right. That that to me wasn't yeah, really. To me, yeah. they're using instant character development rather than like fresh brood. <laughs> right. Like like Daryl's uh, Daryl's whole uh, like journey in this season. Yeah. You know, from being in prison to escaping. You know, you get his motivation. Yeah. Tara, you get her motivation. You know, all these other characters like Rick. They didn't actually develop Rick that much this season. Yeah. He was kind of one note. He was like, "I'm sorry, Negan. Sorry." And then like, <laughs> "I'm gonna get you now, Negan." You know, that was pretty much Rick. <laughs> Yeah. Carl, Carl had that one episode to, to shine, but other than that, that's it. Yeah. You know, so, the, and that's, that, that's the problem with the show. There's too many characters. 
Yeah. They really need to like like kill people off really a lot faster. And, and it looks like they're having a hard time doing that. Because yeah. Sasha dies and then the Talking Dead, I'm not sure if you saw the Talking Dead. No, I never but watched the Talking it's Dead. It's like a whole thing. Like, your character was this loved. Your character was this great, and yeah, and see, we're I would have to, to disagree, <laughs> right? And and then I'm like, I'm like, so basically, all the major characters that we like are going to have this big death. Yeah. So and and I'm like, well, can't you just make it naturally happen? Yeah, not, exactly. and not just because she was going to Star Trek. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was right? like that and that convenient. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? The no, as, I did not hear about but that. The actress is going is going to Star Trek Discovery, the new Star Trek show. Oh, okay. Because people go, oh, she has to die. She's going to be in another TV show. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that, and, and that's something you can't avoid. Well, I know that actor's going to die because he's going to be in the other <laughs> show. You know, it's like, like like there's a couple of times that happen. Like the real world invades your yeah. your, your suspension of disbelief. Yeah. You know, so there's that. But yeah, but for the most part, season seven not the greatest season ever. But it uh, Negan really like wins it over for me. Yeah, I, I would I would say he's the the saving grace of <laughs> season seven. Yeah, yeah. If, if it wasn't for Negan, season seven definitely really was the filler episode. Yeah. So, but All Out War has a lot to live up to. Yeah. Right. And on that note, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at albert5x5. And you can also find me on my other podcast, The Stuff and Junk Show, which we recently covered uh, WonderCon Anaheim 2017. And you ever wonder why they they, they don't try and like license the Tenacious D song? Which one? Wonder Boy. No. It could be like, are you familiar with the song? No. It's one like the Wonder Boy. What is the secret <laughs> of your power? It could be WonderCon, you know, <laughs> out here in City of Anaheim. I think Jack Black might be asking too much. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Go go do your plug. Um. Yeah. Um. You know, when you get the chance, try to uh, come check out uh, Talking Stupid on the podcast networks. Um. You can find us uh, at... It's on, it's on iTunes. Yeah, least, you right? can easily find it on uh, iTunes. Just Talking Stupid. Just search for Talking Stupid. Uh, um, we're also uh, on SoundCloud. You can search us there. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, just uh, email us through there. There's plenty of uh, uh, information on there. Uh, we also have our uh, website you can check out. It's stupid-flanders.com slash podcast. You can contact us through there. Cool. You can send comments to who, what, where's, why at gmail.com via our Facebook page or to the website. To, if you want to show your support to the show, all you got to do is just rate, subscribe, or share the show with your friends. Uh, you can also go to our merchandise store at Zazzle, and you can also go, be a pledge or what's I'm looking for? Not pledge. Yeah, this pledge. <laughs> the donator. <laughs> you can make a pledge at our Patreon Organ page. Donor. <laughs> and then you also get our exclusive uh, Patreon uh, podcast, extra stuff, extra spoils. Music has been provided by the White Access. Find them at thewhiteaccess.com. All this information and links can be found on the website, whowhatwhereswhy.com. Okay. Um, what, one aside that I'm going to make is, you probably, you probably don't know about this, uh-huh. but uh, if this was announced on the Stuff and Junk Show. This was announced on Facebook Live. This was announced on the website. But we are doing a promotional uh, drawing to celebrate two years of the network. Wow, congratulations. Oh, thank I, you, thank I do you. remember when you first started out and... Yeah, yeah, April 10. April 10 is the <laughs> official two-year anniversary of whowhatwhereswhy.com. So what we're doing is, if you go to the website, there's a banner on top you can click, and it will tell you like how to enter for the promotional drawing. And basically how it's going to work is, I did the whole thing about like the number two, uh-huh. right? So we have two podcasts, and they're both on iTunes. So in order to enter for the promotional drawing, all I ask is you do a review for one or both of the podcasts. Yeah. If you want to enter for the uh, for the promotional drawing, that's how you do it. 
If you want to only review one show, you get one entry. If you want to review both shows, you get two entries. Ah, Number two. It's very smart. Yeah, <laughs> If exactly. you want more of a chance to win, you go ahead and review both of them. <laughs> yeah, number two. Uh, the, and then the next step, the second step, is to send me an email at whowhatworsewhy at gmail.com telling you what your iTunes name is and what your review was. Because, you know, people don't have exactly the same name for iTunes. So yeah. I, I need to know who you are. So the review won't count as an entry until you send me an email saying what it was. Yeah. And then it'll be counted. And I'll, I'll reveal the winner on April 10, the night of April 10. But the last time you can submit for the promotional drawing will be on 2 o'clock Pacific California time uh, on April 10. That'll be the last time you can submit. Now... Once again, number two, I want at least 22 participants for this promotional drawing. <laughs> or 222. 22. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too much. <laughs> 22. All I ask is 22 <laughs> participants for this promotional drawing. And, and then the prices that you're going to get is, once again, uh, two years is 24 months. So my whole thing is 24s or $4 times 20. <laughs> and you got 80 bucks. Okay. The first prize is 80 bucks. And if you divide it by two, the second prize, the second prize is 40 bucks. <laughs> so prize one, 80. Prize two, 40. That's a very mathematical prize uh, yeah. breakdown. <laughs> now, since I asked for 22 participants, if by some chance we don't get 22 participants, I'm going to divide the prizes by two. So <laughs> prize one will be 40. Prize two will be 20. If you want to avoid that problem, Tell your friends, tell your family. <laughs> Let's build up to at least a minimum of 22 participants. Uh, all this information can be found on the website. Just once again, click on the banner on top. It says promotional drawing. Click here to enter. Just click on that and it will tell you all the rules and stuff and junk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> see, how, see how I bring it yeah. all together? And, and then, by the way, the two shows you already mentioned are the Stuff and Junk Show and Supporters Please, which is this show that you listen to right now. So yeah, So yeah, join the promotional drawing. It'll be fun. Well, it's my money, but uh, it'll, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the money will be transferred to Venmo. I think most people have Venmo. So that's how <laughs> I'm going to give you guys the prize. All right. And on that note, this has been another episode of Supporters Please, which is part of the Who What Where's Why Network. <laughs>